What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for yet another wonderful edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, not the big brother, Jared Larson. He's uh, currently at the Singing Christmas Trees uh, here in Orlando, so doing that whole thing. But uh, what all of you, I'm sure, are here for, the one, the only, Scott Panza, once again, back on the pod to recap last week and to give out his, or talk about why he's picking what he's picking this weekend. Saturday football's back, Scott. Saturday NFL oh. football. I'm juiced up for it. I t- told you last week. We were fired up. Texans, Jets, Browns, Broncos. Great way to spend a Saturday because I've been struggling right now on Saturdays. I don't know what to watch. <laughs> Late night, I just I got nothing. And now we got NFL football to really, you know, sink your teeth into. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, even more, you know, the nerves come on and on uh, more. I guess I'll start with i got two questions i'll start with you off the bat then we'll recap and then we'll get into this week's selection so one um my question is and you heard me ask it to jared on the podcast the other day but wanted to ask it to you uh somebody asked what is uh, a great way or some different ways to uh, maximize value of your betting strategies and whatnot so uh example parlays round robins etc uh, so I saw the question, thought it was a really good question, and a couple things. First is track every bet that you're making. So the Action Network, and we're not sponsored by them at all, but they have a good system that you can track all your bets and what you bet on all the games, so you have a history of you know everything you bet. So I think first things first, before getting into what you're betting on every game, track every bet that you make. We I have a spreadsheet for the Super Contest, and that's – you know, helps me identify some flaws in some of my strategies and, you know, where I've been profitable throughout the season. So first things first, you better be tracking what you're betting. Second, I'm completely with Jared. I'm staying away from parlays. I'm staying away from round robins. I'm just doing straight bets. So whatever your bankroll is, you need to say, this is what my standard bets are going to be. And then incrementally this is how much more i'll bet when i have a really strong lean so whatever that is for your bankroll and i remember when it was preached when i was younger and playing a lot more of poker <laughs> bankroll management is super 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 important if you really want to actually you know make money if you're just in this for the entertainment you want to be at a bar and you want to have some action on a game then throw that out the door and just go nuts. Then you go nuts <laughs> with your parlays, go nuts with your straight bets. But if you want to have a profitable strategy, definitely discipline on how much you're betting on a game, how much risk you're going to take. And then if you really want to lever up and you have a really strong lean on games, then you can do some parlays. And I've never done a round robin in my life, so I can't speak to it at all. I've done parlays. Uh, if you want to risk a little bit of money to on a five-teamer, that's fine. I think that's a decent strategy, but you know, don't go nuts with it. Don't put a, you know, you know, ten x of your usual bet on a parlay because you got a feeling because it's just not going to work out. Well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I agree with both of you guys. I, I very rarely do a parlay, and of course, the hindsight, like when I had my two weekends, and you you heard me say it on the last podcast, but. You know, when you heard me, uh, I went seven and zero twice, and you're just like, "Dad, gummit! If I just would have done a parlay, you know, that it put ten bucks down on seven games, and you know, that's a, a good chunk of change." But uh, obviously, hindsight twenty twenty on that, because 
then I started doing parlays and I never hit another seven and no again after that. So, uh, the so gambling gods are funny. It's so freaking hard. And all it takes is, you know, a missed field goal in one of seven games and you don't cover and then it's, you know, dust. So mm-hmm. I think it's just, uh, long-term parlays are just not winning strategies. It's yeah. bet futures, bets, bet straight bets. That's where you're going to make money. And then especially with futures, then you can start hedging, as you get closer to the money and you can really lock in profit. So mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the, the long-term unsexy way to make money. Sure. <laughs> the sexy way is when Darren Ravel tweets out your 15 game, $10 parlay that hit for 150 grand. And you know, it looks cool on Twitter, but you know, those hundreds of thousands of guys that missed on all those and Vegas <laughs> is just laughing. And that's why they make these, they allow these bets mm-hmm. and so much money on them. And then my, my second question to you, Scott, is before, and I mean, it, it'll kind of segue into our recap of last week, but uh, does anyone have any fly-on-the-wall footage of you reacting to the end of that Dolphins-Patriots game? <laughs> Just my wife. Uh, she was the only one with me, and it was really like the, the, the perfect storm. It was uh, Darnold threw the touchdown to take the Jets into the lead, and then literally it was like a minute later and the Patriots gave up the touchdown. So I knew I wasn't going to get the cover, but just for the Patriots not even to win the game and not clinch, it was just, it was complete disaster. And then it was just the, the, the day was getting away from me. I was texting Jerry. I was like, this is going to be a disaster day. Cause it looked like the two guys behind us were going to go four and or five and and sure enough, that's what they, they just hammered it away. Mm-hmm. So there was a, uh, serious Sunday scaries on Sunday because I had lost the lead for the first time in four weeks and there was slight comfort because we knew we were relying on Russell Wilson and he came through even mm-hmm. though he didn't have a monster game he made a big play when he needed to make a big play and they you know took it into the end zone and we just nailed Kirk Cousins primetime road just not 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 what he wants not where he's excelling no they fire the OC what do you think about them firing the OC uh, so I actually I do another podcast with some of my friends from Minnesota and we went on like a 45 minute rant about uh, the D Filippo firing I think it's a little premature uh, but I get Zimmer saying, hey, I don't want to lose the season, but at the same time, you could kind of kill your season by doing that as well. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I get it. You want to run the ball, but when you're really bad at running the ball, um, <laughs> it, 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 like look at where all the strengths are of that team. You got Kyle Rudolph, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he's a great running back between the tackles. But when if you notice, most of his explosive plays this year are on quick bubbles, running back screens. Yep getting him out on the edge in space fast. Um, so, and, and our O-line's good at pass blocking. And what, I, I don't know, it's just, Zimmer, I get it. Like, And I love that old school type of football where it's like, hey, I'm going to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and I am just going to pound you and just outman you and just be better than you. And I, I love that. And I agree to some point extent where on those – you need to be able to line up on third or fourth and short and everyone in America knows you're going to run the ball and you need to be able to at least over 60% of the time, get those yards. But, and we're not right now. We're at like 45%. So yeah, 
I mean, there was a third and two, and they tried to run the ball, and they got stuffed. Uh, the past two weeks, I mean, I watched pretty much every snap of Vikings games, and I thought that the play calling was terrible. It was telegraphed. There were... They just they didn't have a lot of creativity. I also didn't get why D. Filippo was getting all this hype as a head coaching candidate when, you know, his team had sput his offense had sputtered all season. So I don't know who's behind all that and what agent is pushing all this stuff, but I don't see how he's a head coach. It doesn't make sense to me. So I don't, I don't know. know. Uh the Stefanski guy, it sounds like he's been there a while. Um you know, as we get into the picks, I, I have a lean on that one. So um, it sounds like he's been there a while and he's been itching for this chance. So uh, I'm curious to see how they play this weekend. The, the rest of the weekend, though, yeah, those two games were disasters. But uh, nailed the Browns, you know, Baker Mayfield. He really looked uh, he looked good and Nick Chubb got going and mm-hmm. they got, you know, Jarvis Landry got going. Did Baker Mayfield just drop some dimes out there. Uh and then discount double check discount. <laughs> yeah yeah a rod i mean just locked and loaded they got uh the defense played well they got some turnovers i mean that's all he needed and you know matt ryan going to play outdoors it's just doesn't you know that's not what he, that's not the game they wanted to play no. <laughs> and, you know it sounds like and after the game they're starting to get some of the younger guys some extra time. Like this weekend, they want Edo Smith in there over Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's going to be gone. They're going to want Edo Smith. So I think they're rotating a lot of the younger guys. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Julio Jones was kind of uh, DMP in practice this week. They say mm-hmm. he's questionable. If I'm the Falcons, I'm holding him out. Just like if I'm the Giants, I'm holding out Odell. Like If these guys have any injuries, you can't risk long-term injuries on a lost season just you know let them pack it up and yeah go to miami just, smoke some cigars exactly. on a boat exactly you just don't need a risk injury for these guys um where we uh got caught is on you know great calls by some teams like the the niners the raiders the raiders getting 10 beating those steelers outright that was a popular pick on the guys behind us and they were also also on the niners Great call there. Emmanuel Sanders out for the Broncos. It's just their offense was really struggling. Um, they slotted a shot at it, but George Kittle went nuts in the second half. They were right there. And then uh, the Bears, the Rams, and the Bears, a personal favorite team of ours this season. <laughs> uh, and they just showed up, and they shut down Jared Goff. Jared Goff in, in weather is a major concern, so keep that in mind if the Rams have any outdoor games in the near future because – He's a bet against in that weather. Cali kid. He's not like A-Rod who's a Cali kid who's used to the cold. He's a Cali kid that doesn't want any fucking part of it. <laughs> so you got – well, and so you kind of go NFC picture there. You got Drew Brees can't pass the ball outside of a dome. You got Jared Goff can't go north. But <laughs> positive for both of them right now is looking like they're going to have home field or yeah, Jared Goff will gonna- play in a dome. Exactly. They're either going to play in a dome or they're going to play in sunny Cali. So not something for them to be worried at, worried about at all. Um, you know that that AFC, the NFC picture is shaking up to be, you know, excited for the sixth spot. Those top five teams, those are going to be great games. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see Cowboys Seahawks. That's going to be a monster. That's going to be the. I assume that's going to be the eight o'clock Saturday night game. I think that's the one that gets the biggest ratings, mm-hmm. right? I would think so. Yeah, usually that. 
That's going to be a, a a money game. The, Fox is going to be all over that. They're going <laughs> to pump that game big time. So I'm sure Troy Aikman is like pitching a tent already, thinking about oh, it. Oh my so. goodness, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I was going to say I, I remember texting you on or you and Jared both on on Sunday and watching the Bills game and like the whole time I'm like, all right, all right, they got this. You know, I got all the games up and everything's looking bright early. And then the Bills did their thing. Pats just for some reason couldn't get a stop. I don't know what was going on. Oh. And it was just, I was like, what is happening? Like it, yeah. was, it was one of those you could kind of feel the walls closing in. You're like, no, no, no. Um, the Patriots just made so many uncharacteristic mistakes. The the Brady at the end of the first half taking that sack, and they don't get points out of that. Uh, they miss a field goal. They miss uh, an extra point. And just. You know they made they made so many mistakes that they just typically don't do, and they should just. And I was texting Jared when it was happening. They should just pound it into the end zone, so there was no shot for the Dolphins to score to win. Because even if they got stopped, then the Dolphins are at the two, so they have uh, 20 seconds to go, 98 yards. You might as well just try to pound it into the end zone and score the touchdown, and uh, then there's no way they can catch you. And they didn't do that, and it's just uncharacteristic for them. And yeah, mm-hmm. the Bills they were up 14-3, and you know the Jets. I said it last week. The Jets don't force turnovers, and what happens? They get two picks. So Josh Allen, come on, man. What are you I don't doing? know what those throws were. Oh, so <laughs> bad. It's just oh, this is what you get. We're betting on rookie quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but I, you know, they also lost guys in the defensive backfield, or they lost Milano, one of their top linebackers. So it was a disaster game. Like two straight weeks where just injuries just crushed us and. You know, that's a game this weekend up in Buffalo. I mean, all the guys on both sides are on IR. So mm-hmm. ugh, that is a puke-fest Pepto special game. <laughs> Johnson, you know, Stafford's banged up. Uh, Josh Allen's going to be throwing to Zay Jones, who can't cash in the cold, apparently, and some guy named McKenzie. It's just, oh, if you bet that game, God bless your soul. <laughs> so what did you think of the, uh, of the Thursday night? That was like when I, I was like, oh, I wonder who the Thursday night game is this week. And I saw Chiefs Chargers. I was like, wow, that's oh. a that's a really good football game. How'd you think? What'd you think about that one? Uh, awesome win for Philip Rivers. Uh, unfortunate for the NFL to have such an important game late in the season, uh, impacted so much by the short week and injuries. Because this game played on Sunday, Mel Gordon is probably going to be a go. And uh, you know, I think uh, I think the Chargers are legit. I love them going for two at the end of the game. Just try to win it with your offense against a porous defense. It worked out. Even if they didn't get it, I still think it's the right move. Um, I'm thrilled that the Chargers won, and maybe the Chiefs have another loss. And that's what's so frustrating, especially for a Patriots fan, is just you go in and beat the Dolphins. Now you're back in first place <laughs> because yeah. the Chiefs lose this game, and you just blew it because you gave up a, a, a fluky touchdown. So, um, uh I am not – I'm more concerned to play the Chargers in the playoffs than the Chiefs. Really? But a, a good thing is that the Chargers would have to come to Foxborough and not the other way around, and that makes me feel a lot better. Um, I think that it's just – you just get a couple stops or a couple turnovers on Mahomes, and their defense can't stop anybody. That's They're true. just an awful defense. And I think now with a lot of teams, like the Rams, look at the Rams. They give up a ton of points, but they have Aaron Donald that can get turnovers. They have a key to lead that can get turnovers, and that flips the script of the games. The Chiefs don't have anyone, aside from Eric Berry, maybe, that can really force a turnover. 
if he's healthy. Yeah. So that's a defense that I, I want a, a piece of all day, and, and maybe we can slow down to rekill one of these days. Um, uh, but I don't want any piece of the Ravens, and I don't want I, <laughs> the Chargers or the next team. I don't want to play in the playoffs. Any other team, bring them on to Foxborough. You think the NFL is like sweating at the possibility that the Chargers at StubHub Stadium or whatever the heck it's called <laughs> could host playoff games? Uh, I, I'm sure they're not thrilled about it. <laughs> you know, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? It's, get some hype because they need to sell a ton of tickets in California in a few years, I guess. <laughs> that's your silver lining? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's going to be ugly. So that'll be an interesting one. So I asked Jared this question, and I'll ask it to you too, and then we can kind of it'll. This will be a good segue into uh, this upcoming uh, weekend for you. Uh, philosophy on picking Saturday games because I know we have a strict no Thursday philosophy. Strict no Thursday. There's no no hesitation on Saturday games. None at all. Uh, maybe evaluate the road teams, but assuming no major injuries, I don't think there's any concern on betting Saturday games. I think it's just as good as Sunday. Uh, I think you just want to lean a little bit on the home teams uh, in these spots or the teams that have vets. Teams a little that bit more than average. Right. Exactly. More than you normally would. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that's my that's my thing. But I don't, I don't think uh, you need to be worried about Saturday games. Thursday games are definitely just too short a week. Saturday games you can still get a pretty good decent week. Of, you could get a pretty good week of practice in. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll turn the mic over to you. I'll let you. This is we'll give the people what they came for. Oh man, but <laughs> I wrote my longest email of the season to Jared this week. Uh, when I first saw the lines, I was super nervous. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. <laughs> Did a ton of research this week, was on Twitter a lot, was on a bunch of podcasts I listened to. I was reading a bunch of box scores, a lot of game reports, and I started to settle in. And the first one, we're going to go with a Saturday game. We're going to be locked and loaded on the Houston Texans this weekend. It's my favorite bet of the weekend, and we'll start there. The New York Jets won their Super Bowl last weekend for Todd Bowles by beating the Bills, who had embarrassed them in MetLife Stadium the week before. That was their Super Bowl. The Houston Texans couldn't have looked worse against the Colts. They snapped their nine-game win streak. They are coming back. They need to stay hot for the playoffs. The Texans run the ball fantastically well. And the Jets do not stop it. Next, the Jets the past two weeks gave up a ton of rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks because they play this man coverage, and they let the quarterback kind of run free. So Deshaun Watson, the Jets' pass rush isn't going to get to him, but if he's flushed out, he's going to be able to run a ton. So he's going to be able to extend plays or extend drives, extend plays with his feet. I think it's a great spot for them. The Jets have a ton of injuries. A new one's going to be out. Isaiah Crowell hit the IR for this season. Darnold looked good last week, but he really all he has is Robbie Anderson, and he's got to be able to get the ball out of his hand quickly to get it to him because the Texans pass rush is coming. It's the first time he's seeing a pass rush like Watt and Clowney, so I think it's a great spot for the Texans, even though they'll end six on the road. I think it's a double-digit win uh, for the Texans. The next game that we're starting, and the rest of the games are 1 o'clock slates, and then I'll talk about a couple of my uh, near misses, but... I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're getting two and a half. The line is moving hard the other way already. I think they are now favored by a point. Um, 
the the Giants just don't stop the run very well. Uh, another big Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis game coming. Uh, their pass rush is going to get to Eli Manning and make him feel uncomfortable. They're stout enough against the run that they can, you know, hopefully stuff uh, Saquon up the middle, who's really their only weapon without Odell playing. So they're really relying on Sterling Shepard uh, and Evan Ingram. Not, you know, not the, the core. And even Eli has to go get it to him. So this one, I think, is going to be really heavily bet in the contest. Um, but I'm completely comfortable with it because I really think the Titans are a great play. So we've been, uh, we haven't ridden our favorite Tennessee Titans recently, but we're back on them this week. <laughs> Next, puke special, but Arizona Cardinals plus eight and a half against the Falcons. I don't know why the Falcons are laying more than a touchdown to any team right now. Their team is in complete disarray. They give up so many passing or receptions to run opposing running backs. David Johnson had eight catches for 12 yards last week against uh, the Lions. So Josh Rosen, that's his safety blanket. Except in this position, he should actually be able to run free because the Falcons' defense is banged up. They have a ton of injuries. So just too many points to let the Cardinals get. I don't care how bad Rosen has looked. The Falcons are just <laughs> not a good team at all. Uh, so... I think it's just too many points. Swallow up that eight. Uh, the next game, we're going to go back on A-Rod and the Packers this weekend, getting six in division. Um, the Bears looked great last week, but Trubisky wasn't really the one that looked great. So Aaron Rodgers, he's not like Jared Goff. He can play in weather. He's used to it by now for by playing Green Bay for all these years. I still think it's the Aaron Rodgers revenge comeback tour. Uh it's not my fault. It was Mike McCarthy. Uh, even though they have really <laughs> bad coaching with Joe Philbin, I think he at least covers the six. I don't think they win, but I think it's a close game, and there's always that backdoor potential for the, the Packers. So I think they're getting their offense right right now. And then the last one, we picked against them. Well, I you know, was just critiquing this team for the past two weeks and how badly they look, but – I'm hopping on the Minnesota Vikings. Xavier Howard is out for the Dolphins, even though the Dolphins broke my heart last week with that win. Brian Tannehill is a much different quarterback on the road versus at home. He's, I think he's 10-0 in his last 10 games in Miami. He has hmm. some ridiculous stats at home. <laughs> versus away where, you know, he's got a bad ankle. He, I can't believe he finished that game, but they have injuries. They just won back-to-back -back emotional wins at home in division. I think it's a great spot for the Vikings who need, you know, this new OC is going to come in and try to prove himself and try to do everything that DeFilippo wasn't doing. Great spot for the Vikings here. They still have playoff aspirations. I know that the Dolphins do too, but I think this is uh, one of those that it's a great spot for the Vikings. Their defense looked really good last week and mm -hmm. they getting all after Ryan Tannehill. Uh, as long as they stop the run a little bit, I think this is a, just a great spot for the Vikings. This is not a nationally televised game, so Kirk Cousins naturally will be playing better. And the Dolphins don't rush the passer enough to cause him any grief. And as I mentioned, Xavier Howard is out, and he's just an absolute stud in that secondary. Uh, the near misses were, you know, I can't, I just can't do it. I can't bet the Patriots. I'm too close to them, but I mean, 
if you guys want to go bet the the Patriots this weekend, the, it's the biggest lock of the weekend. I just can't do, I can't bet the Patriots anymore. I promised people I wouldn't do it, but <laughs> he just owns Mike Tomlin. He owns the Steelers, eleven and two lifetime against Mike Tomlin. I think he's seven and one or seven and zero, oh, something ridiculous. He just he just owns the the Steelers. His splits against them are just amazing. Uh, Patriots in December just locked and loaded. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars really like the Jags this weekend. I just couldn't stomach uh, a swing in the super contest on the arm of Cody Kessler. But Josh Johnson hasn't been in the NFL since 2014. Um, the Jags were embarrassed last Thursday. Their defense plays amazing at home. If the Skins score more than three points, I'd be absolutely amazed. And they have so many injuries piling up there. I think it's. Uh, you know, one of these games that I'll probably be betting live, but I just I couldn't do it in the super contest. I thought there's more value on these other games. Um, That'd be but, such a Pepto game. Oh my goodness! I you're just, I think it's one of those games that's gonna it's gonna end ten nothing, and the only reason the Jags win is because they get a pick six or <laughs> they cover on, on pick six. I think that's that's all it is. Fumble, <laughs> you know, recover for a touchdown. But Cody Kessler is just awful. Um, I like the Colts this weekend, but uh, T.Y. Hilton is iffy. So only if T.Y. Hilton goes, I think that there's, uh, you know, value there. Uh, Rams, if you bet uh, teasers, we didn't get any teasers. Uh, teasers are fun. Uh, they should be in every teaser that you play because uh, they're just going to stomp the Eagles. But I thought it was too many points, and Nick Foles has some history against the Rams. So I'm not going to touch that one. Too scary. The Jeff and- Fisher Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think uh, the public's going to be all over the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield's never traveled to altitude. I'm going to be passing on the Browns. I'm hoping that a lot of people take them. I think that the Broncos should be able to run the ball on them. Home game, defense makes some stops. I, I think that it's a Denver cover, but that was uh, under heavy consideration. And that's more of a, just a fade because I think people are going to be on the Browns. The rest no strong opinion so if you tweet at us uh oh what do you think about these games i just i got nothing for it <laughs> i got nothing just do you uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> well and, uh, yeah, as jared mentioned we'll be in ac on sunday i'll be on vsin betting uh betting across america i should be on around 11 30 talking to my pal michael lombardi and jvt it's gonna be a great time i'm really looking forward to it then We'll be at the uh, the Ocean Resort uh, taking in the sports book. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, I was actually just going to ask you. I heard you're going somewhere this weekend. But yeah, so that'll be real fun. Hopefully, we uh, I'll try and find a link or something to where I can tweet that out around that time and, and get everyone to tune in. Uh, that'll be a great time. I'm, I'm jelly. I'm going skiing. So, I mean, I, it'll be a lot of fun too. But it's going to be one of those where, where, where are you I, going? Breckenridge? Park City. Oh, Park yep, City. So. I'll, it's one of those. I'll go out on the mountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll go out on the mountain and come back in and check the scores. And hopefully, hopefully I can text you guys and be happy. All of our action will be over by four thirty on Sunday, and then we can just kind of take in the Pat Steelers, and then probably be sweating a bunch of other games. Uh, I assume that the Rams are going to be heavily played, so that Sunday night's going to it's going to ruin my Monday. But you know. <laughs> well, thank hopefully. you for. 
picking the Vikings this weekend so that I can actually. I didn't watch <laughs> the game. I t- I couldn't do it. I, like I would implode if I <laughs> if I had to like cheer against the Vikings. My it body was, would freak. It was an ugly one, but Russell Wilson just always always comes through. That you know the, the Seattle defense looked great. And the Vikings defense looked awesome too. The the all the Seahawks did were either heave downfield or run the ball. They couldn't get anything going. It was. It was kind of a lucky cover, but you know, the, the Seahawks look good. We're going to be riding the Seahawks in future weeks. Just this weekend, <laughs> actually, I think I think it's a tough spot just in division. You played them just a couple weeks ago. The Niners got revenge on their mind, but Pettis and Goodwin might be out. So there's just too many question marks in that one. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. And then, so also, I don't know, Scott, if you joined the competition, but I got I got to put this plug in here. Oh. Uh, for the college football, I'll, so I'll be I'll be in it because my expert picks. I'm going to beat Jared. <laughs> I hope I honestly hope you do because I would love to just hear you guys on here and you just <laughs> telling Jared, yo, you got to pay me, man. <laughs> oh man, oh now I'm definitely in. You just sold me. <laughs> yes. So yes. Uh, so if you follow at Pigskin underscore Junkies, all our instructions are uh, pinned to our top tweet. So you just got to go on there, join the competition. Um, if you want to hear more about it verbally explained, you can go check out our last podcast. Uh, Jared goes through and breaks it down pretty well. Uh, if a guy like me can do it, it took me like five minutes. It shouldn't take you that long. So uh, runyourpool.com. Just go on there. Uh, password is Twitter follow. It may or may not ask you for it. I don't believe it asked me for it. But anywho, make your profile, then go in there. So the picks don't lock until the game kicks off. So... The lines, Jared's going to go on there once a week, adjust them, and so make sure you go on there, check the lines, uh, lock in your games, and we'll be ready to rock and roll. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to hear what the prizes are, once again, go listen to the last podcast. I think it's a pretty good payout. Uh, top, Jared's doing it on percentage. I don't know. He says lots of math things, so you're going to have to hear what he says there. Uh, but basically, I think third place, you get a minute on the show to plug whatever you want. So... Love to hear from you all. Love to get you all in the competition. Try and beat Jared because he's cocky and he needs <laughs> definitely to definitely try to beat Jared. <laughs> he's calling out his he's calling his shot with the W. And I love the I love the confidence, but someone one of the listeners gotta beat him. Yeah, it'd be it'd be great. And then you can come on here and, and we'll let you rip into him for a little while. It'll be awesome. So Scott, you any got any closing uh comments, thoughts, or concerns? Uh just give me give me that Saturday football because my Saturdays are are bleak trying to watch college football on CBS and just like oh and then college basketball it's just a disaster oh, yeah. yeah just disaster yeah. but no we're ready to rock and roll this weekend we're gonna have a money press weekend I'm feeling great about it you know we got our lead cut into a little bit we're only up by half a point but we're gonna open it up this weekend got a great feeling going to be a great weekend so that's going to do it for this edition of pigskin junkies once again i'm michael larson that's scott panza jared larson not able to join us today but will be with us next week uh probably not going to have a recap show might be format again like it was this past week i will be out of town until wednesday so for myself and scott Breckin ridge Breckin ridge. <laughs> victory we are out of here see ya <laughs>